perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ. Now live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios in Milwaukee, here's Denise Thomas. Happy Sunday. Happy, happy, happy Sunday. We are broadcasting live in the studio. Inside the heart, the Annex Wealth Management Studio. Inside the heart of downtown Milwaukee. In the avenue. I have guest co-host, my brother Corey Smith, who is guest co-hosting as Dr. Ken Harris is on assignment. Vacation. Corey, it's our second hour. How you feeling? Feeling good. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. The Radio Voice, thank you so much for accompanying me because I'm going to keep it real. I really didn't want to do this solo. I'm still, as I'm getting older, and I don't know if anybody else feels this way, our old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. I'm 47. I'm not shy about my age. But I'm noticing that I'm starting to get into the 9 p.m. club. You know what the 9 p.m. club is? Absolutely. Like after 9 p.m.? Don't even ask me to to even think about going out. Like, it's like, hey, the party starts at 10 o'clock. 10 (laughs) a.m.? No, 10 p.m. Oh, I I will be respectfully declining that invitation. Yeah, I'm I'm now officially part of the 9 p.m. club. So this show ends at 9 p.m. And, Corey, you better believe as much as I would like to go and get something to eat, I will be going home. Oh, I got a home-cooked meal. I'm I'm going you get a home cooked meal. meal tonight. Man, there is nothing like a home cooked meal. Nothing. I had to. I've been cooking. I cooked yesterday, and I gave my grand dog Ernie. Um, he loves salmon, so whenever I cook salmon and broccoli and cauliflower rice, I always give him some, and it's over. It's like I'm like Ernie. Slow down. Take small bites. Does anybody else have a dog who just terrorizes food when you cook it? Anybody that has a dog. <laughs> You know what? You're right. Anybody has a dog. All right. If you're just tuning in, thank you so much. Before the break, we were talking about the 50th anniversary of the Voting Rights Act, which was signed by President Lyndon B. Johnson, who I regard as one of the top five presidents of the United States. And I believe he was the 37th president. No. What was what was Lyndon B. Johnson, who became president, as many people will say, by default. However, however, he became president in this 36. Man, I was off by one digit. 36th president of the United States who inherited the presidency based on the assassination of his predecessor, President John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Now, a lot of people, including me, have been miseducated about President Lyndon B. Johnson. And offline during the break, Corey and I were talking about Lyndon B. Johnson was from Texas. He came from very humble beginnings. His mother was a school teacher. He then became a third grade school teacher to a group of Mexican students, which is how he was first introduced to what I feel was a key component of his leadership, moral obligation, leading with moral obligation for those who were underserved. And in this case, none of the students that that he taught, the Mexican students spoke English. So he had to meet them where they were, which is the definition of equity. 
And from that experience, he then began to understand the power of equality, the power of servant leadership, giving to those who may not have as much as you, but also not seeing them or treating them as less than. So a lot of people, so Corey, I'm going to ask you this. What were some of the the understandings, or I'll use the term miseducation that you received about President Lyndon B. Johnson? Well, he's always known as the president, as to your point, it took over for Kennedy. Um, Definitely one of the top five civil rights focused presidents uh, that that we've had. Um, I mean, people always forget about the fact that he elected Thurgood Marshall to the Supreme Court. And so he he was behind some very, you know, powerful uh, uh, pieces of legislator with civil rights being probably the top along with, with abortion being those top pieces of of legislature passed in in this country. So, yeah, kudos to him for that. For and sure. here's the thing. President Lyndon B. Johnson didn't just stop. And as to your point, he nominated the first black Supreme Court Justice Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall, who then was approved and voted in. And that was a big deal because Thurgood Marshall, of course, was the representative, the attorney that represented Brown versus the Board of Education, which was the reason why you and I were able to go to school with white kids. He's, he's and so, yeah. but the thing is, Lyndon B. Johnson doesn't was wasn't just the civil rights president. He also, well, no, Corey, I take that back. You're absolutely right because, in addition to the Civil Rights Act, he also signed the Voting Rights Act, which is what we're talking about today, as well as the Fair Housing. And when you think about, and I'll do the air quotes, the American dream, the most, to my opinion, the most critical components of the American dream are education, housing, health care, and the ability to walk in and out of a public facility without being discriminated against. Or assaulted based on the color of my skin and the texture of my hair. When we come back, we're going to get more into the 50th anniversary, which is today, August 6th, 2020. What is the year? 23. Today marks the anniversary of President Lyndon B. Johnson signing into law the Voting Rights Act. I don't know why I keep saying 50th anniversary. See, this is why when you go to public school, see, I went to public school in Southern Indiana. It's not the 50th. This would be like the, what, the 48th anniversary? Correct. 48th. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about that. We're also going to talk about this new phenomenon. It's called, what is it called, Corey? Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer phenomenon. Because Barbie, the movie, as well as... What's the other movie? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer are generating an, like record-breaking dollars, like billions of dollars. And so now they've created this Barbenheimer phenomenon. When we talk about that, or we come out, we're going to talk about not only the phenomenon, but what it is doing. Because some people are losing their minds. Record-breaking bad behavior. Record-breaking bad behavior. Of course, anytime you've got something of this magnitude, there's always going to be those few that ruin it for everybody else. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. Uh-huh. 
thank you for tuning in. Happy Sunday. Hope you're having a great weekend and getting ready for another great week of summertime in Milwaukee. There are very few cities in this country that can beat summertime Milwaukee. As a matter of fact, Corey, offline, we were talking about a number of our friends and constituents and associates who publicly tell us they have no issue driving from Chicago. Like a lot of our, because Corey, you have a number, you're from Chicago. You have family in Chicago. You got folks saying, Corey, I ain't got no problem coming to Milwaukee. It's it's cheaper. Our sales tax for now, <laughs> until January. It, well, it'll still be less expensive. Because I think the sales tax in Chicago was about, what, 10%? It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous percent. <laughs> and now, still in the state of, or excuse me, in the city of Milwaukee, our sales tax is 5.6. It then goes up to 7.9% effective January 1st of 2024. So with that, there's a lot going on in Milwaukee. There's a lot of money being generated. A lot of good things. Now, before the break, we were talking about this new phenomenon that is taking place. And the phenomenon has nothing to do with a product per se, not a new taco, not a new cheeseburger, not a new drink. This is the Barbie and Oppen, Op, is Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer movie, which has been now known as the Barbenheimer phenomenon. If you have not already heard, the movie Barbie has raked in an astounding $1.3 billion across the world in the first three weeks of its run. That's unheard of. That beats Avatar. That beats, what was it, Titanic? Yeah, beats all those. Oppenheimer is coming in second. Now, I don't have the numbers. I don't know, Evan, if you could do a quick check on what Oppenheimer has generated in terms of sales at the box office over since its opening. But this is the first time, I, I'm again, since probably Titanic, which came out in, what was that, 97? 97, 98? And then Avatar came out in the early 2000s, I believe. Y'all, y'all keep me Yeah, keep Titanic me honest here. was 97. Yeah, 97. Yeah. And then Avatar came out, the first one, not the sequel, because the sequel for, to me was horrible. I was on a flight about a week ago it was a long flight so i was like oh i was flying back from london i was like oh let me let me check out avatar the sequel <laughs> i don't know what it's called but yeah avatar was outstanding the second one the yeah. second was 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 yeah. horrible yeah facts i couldn't even yeah um on the wtmj old national bank talking text line which is 855-616-1620 someone just said oppenheimer was fuego flames fire what does that mean hot Oh, it was, it was fire? Frago, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. somebody you know, Corey? It has to be. Because I'm like, how do you even know? Okay, shout out to Corey's friend who just texted that. Because <laughs> I was like, what's Fuego? I'm so old. <laughs> I don't know the, the lingo anymore. Help me. Um, so looked it up. Oppenheimer is currently seventh in 2023 worldwide box office at roughly $552 million. Barbie's second, just behind Super Mario Brothers movie. There, one point three billion. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. A Super Mario Brothers movie generated yep. more money than Barbie. 
Barbie's closing fast though. They're they're one point zero three one when this was updated last, and Bar- Mario Brothers is one point three billion. Barbie's catching them very quickly. Okay, time out, time out, time out. What is the storyline of the Super Mario Brothers movie? I, get I do not know Barbie and Ken, but what is this like? What's the who's the villain? Well, I guess the uh, no, King, yeah. Well, King Cooper was the villain, right? Yeah, I, it's been so many years. Let me yeah. tell you, I have probably contributed. Probably 50,000 hours of wasteless time playing Super Mario Brothers when I was growing up. Half I had the Nintendo gaming device. Remember that? Half of my life. Half of my life. Yeah. Literally, if I had to do a, an audit of how many hours I played Super Mario Brothers growing up, it'd probably be about, about yeah, 50,000. It was crazy. True story. I played Super Mario Brothers this weekend. <laughs> Did you really? True story. Where? At my friend's house. We really? Super Mario. Did yeah. y'all have like the original like Nintendo? The, the original. Stop it. Nintendo and Super Mario Brothers. And the original game controllers with the two, like the... The block games, the blo- yep. Are you serious? The original. That is so incredible. Because yeah. you know, Corey, I love to play. Like, I love to be outdoors. I'm very adventurous, but also... Now, I am a kid at heart. Even though I am now officially part of the 9 p.m. club, I still like to do things that are nostalgic and take me back. So, if anybody out there is interested in selling their original Nintendo gaming device, I'm sure I could probably go online, but hey. Now... Also, on the Old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620, someone says, do the prices now compared to what they were when Titanic came out are taken into consideration? That's a great question. That's that's a great question. Like, do they, because tickets, when the Titanic came out, <laughs> this actually is interesting. <laughs> tickets to the movie. This is why I don't go to the movies. My dad said, there's no way I could date in the current time because taking a young lady to the movies alone, you got to have how much money? How much money? Like, if you're listening and you're single and you're dating, I don't want any people who are married and taking these side pieces to the <laughs> to the movies. Okay? You just don't even put yourself out there. All the people who are dating, or even if you're married and you take your beautiful spouse, partner, whatever, to the movies, what's the average cost? Because I, I seriously... I, I watch movies on the flights because nowadays when you fly, you can get the new like Barbie will be on a flight by probably the end of this month. I, I have not been to the movie since 2019. I think it was the Joker was the last movie I saw. I did see the Joker at the movies, uh, but I can't remember what. what I mean, because when I go to the movies, of course, I don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> DT don't pay for nothing when she's on a date. Uh, but yes, what's the well, what's the price? Well, I was looking at it's I think it was like 15 bucks the last time I went. It's. Yeah, it's like fit between anywhere between Four 11 and 15, yeah. yeah. For a single ticket? We got a break. When we come back from break, we're going to pick up where we left off because I I got to understand because that, that question is great. And I will answer that question too after that break as well. All right, we come back. We're going to talk more about these movie prices, this Barbie Oppenheimer phenomenon because that's a great question. If tickets are $15 now, that gives them some leverage in terms of breaking the box office record. We'll be back. Welcome back Welcome to The back. Truth on WTMJ. You are tuned in to the truth segment on WTMJ. This is your buddy, your girl, your friend, your sister, DT from 101.7 FM, our sister station, The Truth. Dr. Ken, my beloved co-host, is on assignment vacation. And so therefore we have a phenomenal guest co-host today, my brother, Corey Smith, 
in the studio live inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Corey, before break, we were talking about the Barbie movie and the Oppenheimer movie, which has generated a lot of money. As a matter of fact, Barbie's generated um, $1.3 billion. Oppenheimer, what was it, Evan? What was the number? Like $500 million. $500 million. Now, Corey, you brought up a good point because there was a question on the old National Bank talking text line, which is 855-616-1620. The question was regarding if the prices now were compared to what they were when the Titanic came out, how would that be taken into consideration? So you brought up a good point. Inflation? So inflation, if inflation did not exist, what would have been the true number? Well, readjusted for inflation, okay. the Titanic would have earned about $3.3 billion. So that would be obviously higher than what, what Barbie is right now. Well, but Barbie I think, is gaining. I think it's the, the, the rate because I, I don't think the Titanic – did the Titanic – generate that kind of revenue within the first three weeks i know it was it was a hit i'm not discounting that i just watched the titanic again probably about two weeks ago after the whole submersal tragedy i said let me watch this titanic movie again because james cameron he was on cnn saying i knew this i knew they weren't going to survive before they even like left but anywho yeah i think titanic is i think it's only been six movies that's ever made two billion dollars i've Fairly positive the Titanic is one of them. Avatar, Titanic, now Barbie. What are some other? And su- Avengers. I, Avengers, Super Mario Brothers? Again, so I, I what did is find, the storyline? I did find the list where it's talking about highest grossing films as a 2022 adjusted for inflation. Number one, they do have Gone with the Wind, and then they have Avatar, Titanic, Star okay, Wars. Okay, now, Evan, let me Avengers stop. Endgame. For the I, top five. With the win. I appreciate y'all, but you know, as black folks, we don't talk about Gone with the Wind. That movie does no longer exist in the black community. Okay. Let's, I'm going to give y'all some black history. We don't watch or patronize in any capacity Gone with the Wind. So as far as I'm concerned, that movie never was. And you know, what's what? I'm just saying what's the top five. No, I get here. it. That's why I was like, I'm just giving you some black history. This is we the can, truth segment. We, we, we don't watch the Gone with the Wind. We can substitute Gone with the Wind with Coming to America. I'm with that. Now, they did edit Gone with the Wind. They did take out certain scenes. Because I know I grew up watching Gone with the Wind. And from an optic standpoint, I did. Why you laugh, Corey? I grew up watching that movie. I don't think I've ever seen Gone with the Wind. It's long. And and again, it's obsolete. We don't Black people do not watch that movie anymore. I, I don't want to be monolithic, but trust me, it's not part of our catalog. It's not, it's not up there, but to your point, with Coming to America. Okay. Um, Kathy. Hi, Kathy from Franklin. I love Kathy. She always has such great energy. She says on the old National Bank talking text line. Hey, y'all. I saw Barbie yesterday having been born in 51 and had a first edition Barbie by 1961. This movie was fun for the first 20 minutes. Then it got really annoying until the end. I expected more fun. There's a she says not a politically based storyline. Dum 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 dum. I didn't know there was a politically based storyline. It's a shame for kids who aren't going to get it. What? It's not a fun just Barbie and Ken movie. There's a political line to it. Storyline. I've heard varying views. I did hear there's a few adult storylines, political storylines with the Barbie. Really? Because I have no interest. I'm just gonna. And Kathy, thank you so much for sharing that. I, I have, and Kathy's one of our very, very valued, dedicated listeners. Thank you, Kathy. Hey, I um, have no interest in seeing the movie Barbie. 
I really don't because my my leisure time is very limited. And so when I have to make decisions, especially when I'm part of the 9 p.m. club, seeing Barbie is not part of my top five things to do right now. Now, if, you know, a young girl said, hey, you know, if I'm their mentor and they were like, hey, can we go see Barbie? Absolutely. But I had no idea there was a politically based storyline. Also on the old National Bank talk and text line, the movie price tonight are $14.13 plus tax. So $15 is correct. Best mess around and go on Tuesday nights for $6. Where can you go to the movies for $6? Uh, (laughs) Look, Evan's like, "Uh, I know. (laughs) I know that's right. Marcus Cinemas, I believe. Um, I know. So in Racine, the theater there, you can do seven movies. Seven dollar movies on Tuesday. Well, I ain't about to drive the race. But I, say, I think it's Marcus Cinema in general. I think they Marcus, have seven dollar movies. Okay, Marcus Cinema. Six dollar movies. So they're everywhere. On the cinema. Got it. There's there's no way, Corey. So would you pay? Thir- fi- well, let me ask you. Do you pay fifteen dollars per person to go to a movie when you go on a date? Yes, I'll pay that. Of course. Now we haven't even had popcorn. So, so let me tell y'all right now. Okay, I'm not a. I'm not a salad. I mean, I eat salads, but if we're going to the movies, you better be ready, Corey. If you take your sister out, I want the big tub of popcorn, the big jug of Diet Coke. Got to have my Kit Kat, sour, (laughs) and my Tito's. (laughs) Got to have my uh, Sour Patch Kids and some some licorice. Got to have all that. So so we're up to about 60 bucks. Are we? Yeah. You, hey, you know, I'm not sharing. You know, I'm my only child, so you can't handle my popcorn. I'm glad you're my sister because, woo, you expensive. Duh. <laughs> we come back from break. Uh, that's not breaking news. We come back from break. We're going to get more into the phenomenon of Barbie. But even more importantly, as we wrap up the summer... What are some things that you have not already done? Because not only are we wrapping up the summer, we're getting back into back to school season, which is technically next week. What are some things that you have not done that you are dying and have to do before summer is over? This is the truth segment on WTMJ. We'll be back. Back to the truth on WTMJ. Let me go ahead and do it. Guess who's back? I had to do it. That beat, it just, you know. You're listening to the truth segment on WTMJ. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's your girl DT, the effective communication coach, with our guest co host, Corey Smith, filling in for Dr. Ken Harris, who is on assignment, like vacation assignment, assignment. I just created a word. Look at me. Um, the old National Bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620. Someone said, I remember when The Godfather came out. I believe tickets were five bucks, which at the time they say was outrageous. Five bucks, man. That'd be awesome if we could go to the movies now. But I think that it's so saturated. The, the, the movie market is so saturated to where, again, I can see Barbie on a flight next week. Guarantee it'll be on a plane somewhere in the next two weeks. Guarantee it. New release. Now, Corey... We were talking about the the Barbie phenomenon and then also Oppenheimer. So are you going, have you seen, are you going to go see Oppenheimer? I actually plan to see both. Really? Yeah. You're going to go see Barbie? I am. Why? I want to see the themes. I want to see the themes and, and the, the, the overall 
depiction in the plot of the movie. So I'm very interested in that. I'm still processing that there's a politically based storyline. How do you how do you get Barbie and Ken to be political? I'll see. Everything has a political theme these days. Everything. Okay. Did, did Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> did they have a political storyline? Politically based storyline? I'm pretty sure. They tried to make it into one. I, I haven't seen that yet. I do want to see Super Mario Brothers, too. So, Before we get into what you're going to do for the remaining of the summer, I do have another question. Do you feel as though, or do you agree with movies like Barbie and Ken, or even some Disney movies that are starting to incorporate political-based storylines? Because, again, for me, I'm like, you know... Like, Kathy, I don't know if I, I don't want to go see Barbie and then leave trying to process or feel a certain way. For example, I remember growing up in Evansville, Indiana, and there was a movie, I believe it starred Gene Hackman, and I forget the other supporting actor, but the movie was called Mississippi Burning, and it was about a number of the lynchings and just overall racist acts acts towards black Americans in the South. And my mother took me, I believe the movie came out, if I had to guess, I want to say probably 87, maybe 88. And I remember like yesterday when my mother took me and we left, I was so angry. And to be, you know, nine, 10 years old, even though I was born in 96, to be eight or nine or ten years old, it didn't. I didn't like that feeling. But I had already knew because the movie was very clear. Mississippi Burning. Okay, I know what this is going to be about. Barbie and Ken. Barbie the movie. Political based storyline. Come on, Corey. Is it necessary? Can I just go see a movie like that for entertainment purposes only? No thought provoking. This is where we are as a society. Why? Just- I'm, everything is political now. Why? Um, I'm like a little kid. Why? Why? Know. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's very few things. This this hasn't been diluted with that sports, music, everything. When you say sports, oh, you mean in terms of like the movements that are yeah, okay? Gotcha. Which, which some of them are definitely necessary, but I can we, see sports. We, we live in a time of excessiveness. For everything. And I don't think it's a good thing. I definitely am not. Now I'm really questioning whether or not I'm going to go see Barbie. Because I grew up during a time where when you played with toys and I had several Barbies. Now, mind you, the evolution of Barbie, I applaud because when I was growing up playing with Barbies, there was like literally one black Barbie. In terms of like skin tone and, you know, there's a variety of shades and colors within the African-American community, within black people. And so it was just, I remember that with Cabbage Patch Kids. No, seriously, like Cabbage Patch Kids, like my mom had to buy, I should say my parents, my parents purchased a Cabbage Patch Kid doll for me because, you know, my skin tone, I, I have, you know, lighter skin or fair skin and there were no black Cabbage Patch Kid dolls that, were of fair skin. So my my mom had to end up buying, let's just say, it wasn't a black Cabbage Patch Kid doll. 
but she wanted to have the doll match my skin tone. And so I do appreciate that Mattel has evolved how Barbies look. They've made several different Barbies in several different images. Now I'm, is that political? Or is that's that just, not political yeah, that's just embracing no. that's difference. Inclusivity. Inc- there, thank see, you. There's a, there, there's a difference between politicizing something and being inclusive, being inclusive. Okay. I'm good with that. But again, I'm not good with going to see a Barbie movie and it's politically based. When we come back, we want to hear from our valued listeners. What are you doing for the rest of the summer? Before we close out today, we got about five minutes left of summer. What are the things that you're planning to do that you have not been already do before we get back into the cold weather? But it is about to be football season, so I'm excited about that. We'll be back. This is The Truth on WTMJ. You are listening to The Truth segment on WTMJ. This is your girl, DT, the effective communication coach with my brother, guest co-hosting for Dr. Ken Harris, who's on assignment, Corey Smith. Before we went to break, we were talking about Barbie, the movie, which has generated $1.3 billion since its premiere over the past three weeks, which is unheard of. Now, Kathy from Franklin on the old National Bank talking text line which is 855-616-1620, shared that having been born in 1951 and had a first edition Barbie by 1961, the movie was fun for the first 20 minutes. Then it got really annoying until the end. I expected more fun, but not a politically based storyline. I'm, I'm thinking the same. I was like, really, Kathy? Because I would have never thought that there would be any type of Political-based storyline. So I googled Barbie movie politics or political base. Now, for those that have not seen the movie Barbie, I don't want to spoil it. So I'm not going to spoil anything. But I did look at some of the, to your point, Corey, what would be perceived as subliminal political messages that were embedded in the movie. And man... It's, these claims seem pretty legitimate if what I'm reading is correct. Do you think, what is? what are your thoughts on <laughs> movies that you would think, just based on the title alone, to Kathy's point, are going to be fun to watch? Because for me, I don't go to the movies to watch horror movies. I can't do horror movies, y'all. Can't do it, won't do it, don't even ask me. Scream, saw, anything that even shows one little stabbing, I'm not doing it. I don't do what they call like heavy action movies that have a lot of violence, so I will not be seeing Equalizer as much as I love Denzel. Haven't seen the first two, not planning on seeing the third. But when you think about Barbie, you think about, oh, this is going to be a fun movie. So Corey, how do you feel about some of the issues that are being raised from this movie, as it is clear that it has some political storylines. Yeah, when I heard that they were doing a movie, I, I, I kind of figured where they were going to be going with that in terms of a theme. 
like I said, it, it, you know, before the break, it's it's everything has become politicized, and it, it will f- really start to feel good to be able to just watch something, man, without a political theme or a message having to come across. We understand it is necessary for certain things at certain times, certain platforms. Yes, yeah, not Barbie movie for not me, not a Barbie movie, not a Super Mario Brothers. You know. Certain venues, I just, I just don't want to be bothered with it. This may sound a bit selfish, but this is the truth segment, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. So my disclaimer is that this may sound selfish. I get it. I'm not trying to, and this, this kind of goes along with what Kathy was saying. Although I'm not saying that she feels this way, I, I don't want to take my kids. Now my children are adults, but I don't want to take if I had children under the age of ten. And now I have to have a whole conversation about what we just saw. There's enough that I have to talk about with my children. And now I will say this, you know, my kids have been adults for almost 10 years now. So I'm far removed from how parents have conversations about certain political issues or things that are happening in the world right now. So I'm, I'm not experienced from that standpoint, but I do know as a parent that I do not want sometimes to just always like go to the mall, have to explain some stuff that we just saw, go to the movies, Barbie. Now I got to explain. I'm, and I get that might sound selfish, but there's just certain things and certain places and certain people that when I go, I don't want it to then turn into, all right, Darren, all right, Dominique, sit down and let mom explain what just happened. Barbie movie? Now I'm questioning, should I just see it just because I want to, I'm interested in what the political, I mean, I've, I've Googled it. We should, we should watch it and then go out to eat and talk about it. <laughs> you just said exactly what I, no, you're right. No, I'll, I'll go with you. We can go. We can go. You buying? I got you. You did. Now, did you hear what I, now you heard my list. Buck, bucket of popcorn. Yeah. All I right. Got you. I got you. I, Evan, you heard this. You heard this live. And rather than go fund me for so we don't have commercial, do I need to go fund me to take take you to the movie? Right, because I am working on the GoFundMe so we don't we have a like completely uninterrupted show, no commercials, no advertisements. And then Corey, do you want to start a GoFundMe to take Denise Thomas to the movies? DT, I got you. All right, when we come back from break, finally we're going to get to what are you going to do with the last month of summer? especially before we get into back to school and most importantly, get into football season. Cause y'all know when football season gets here, I'm Thursdays, Saturdays, Sundays, and definitely Mondays. You can forget about it. More to come on the truth segment on WTMJ. Welcome back to the truth on WTMJ. Yep. We got about, Five more minutes, not just with the show. And Corey, again, thank you so much for sharing your valuable time. I know Sundays are fun days. And for you to be here for your sister and help me being a guest co-host, that means a lot. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank On you. such short notice, that's, that's why you got good people in your life. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With the five minutes remaining, not just with this show, but with summertime, because <laughs> seriously, August for me. Once August is over, so like I am spending the last week of August somewhere very significant for me, and then I'm going to my second favorite place on earth, 
the weekend of Labor Day. You already know where I'm going. It's it's one of our favorite cities. Oh, yeah. Las Vegas. All day. You better know it. So I'm going to Vegas. And here's the crazy part, y'all. I usually visit Vegas at minimum six times a year. Yeah. Ask me how many times I've been to Vegas in 2023. How many? Zero. I think I've already been twice. See? Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. this will be my first time. And how was it? How is how is my boo Vegas love, doing? I love Vegas. Man, Vegas can't do nothing yeah. wrong. I'll be there in about a month. And this will be your third time. Third time. I got to catch up. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to catch up, Evan. Not that it's a competition, but seriously, Vegas is it's it's so bad. So I got a timeshare out in Vegas. <laughs> they they have been emailing me. I'm gonna use your word, Corey, profusely. Like you got about two seconds to book, or you gonna lose this because you know how time. Everybody knows how timeshares work. So if you don't use it, you will lose it, and they will still charge you. So I'm getting out there Labor Day weekend. And guess who I'm taking? Who are you taking? Your nephew. Oh, my goodness. Dominique said she's going to pass because Dominique, she's working on graduating. She's graduating. My, my beautiful daughter is graduating uh, this December. And so, of course, Prince, what I call him, Prince Hakeem, because he thinks he's literally <laughs> Prince Hakeem. He does. <laughs> Love you, Darren. Yeah, he thinks he's Prince Hakeem. He's, he's like, I'll go. Now. What are your what are your big things to do before the summer's over, Corey? What are you gonna be doing? Get that Vegas trip in. I am really getting prepared for football. So sports book at the pot I'm sorry, I had to get that out. Man. Potawatomi sports book. Get ready. Cause I'm probably gonna spend my 401k. I love it. Well, at least you'll win. You gonna win, Corey. You you a winning man. You gonna yeah, win. Of course. You gonna turn that four hundred one k into four hundred one thousand dollars. How That's about right. that? That's right. Let's just put that out there. Let's do it. I love it, Evan. What are you What are you gonna do? What are your big plans for the remaining of the summer? We only got about five minutes left of, of the summer. What are you doing? Uh, not a whole lot. Gonna try to get to State Fair this week. I've never been to nice. State Fair before. So You've I'm never gonna, been. I grew up in Madison. Never got out this way when I was growing up at all. So I'm gonna try to get there this week and then. As Corey said, football. I'm going to be doing the high school football games on the Truth this season. And nice. Going to be watching a lot of football. Oh, you're going to be well. on the Truth. Yeah, doing the high That's school football up. games. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. True. I was going to say Truth Nation. You can tell Marty. So listen, y'all. As we are wrapping up, make it a great week. Milwaukee is one of the greatest cities on planet Earth for the summer, and we are wrapping the summer up as well as this show. Make it a great week. Tell somebody that you love them. Let somebody know how much you care about them, and trust and believe the energy will reciprocate. I love you, Corey. I love you. I love you, Evan, I love you. I love everybody. Until football season, because then I can't stand the Green Bay. I'm not even going to say it. All right, y'all. Make it a great week. I'll see you. We'll be back. Dr. Ken and I will be back next Sunday here on the Truth Segment on WTMJ.